0: Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome to the Think Inspire podcast. We are almost at 100 freaking downloads. Almost at 100 freaking downloads. Pretty freaking exciting. Pump for today. I love a good Monday podcast. If you've been following this podcast for a while, you'll start realizing that I bring a lot of energy. So today is going to be something I think, everyone on this planet could relate to when it comes to the relationship with that, the relationship they have with the number on the scale. So I'm going to wait for everyone to tune in. And before I go into how my journey with the scale put me in a really negative aspect in this area of my life and how I flipped it and now it's like so much better. Now, if the weight goes down or goes up, my day doesn't change. Before I had a scale, when I was weighing every day, if the weight went up and I was doing all the right things, I would change everything next day. This isn't working. I'm doing keto. (laughs) Anytime the weight went up, this isn't working. I'm doing keto. That was like my mindset. It it screwed me forever. Um, Bro, I feel this life so much. The scales annoy annoy me considering I'm putting the work in. I'm telling you, man. It's it's something that we all have to learn to deal with, but if I can educate you on this live, uh, which I'll do right now, if you stay on, I'm gonna educate you on how on what numbers actually matter, because the numbers on the scale go up and down with a variety way of things. Like it could be water weight, it could be like having so much sodium because of all the fast food you had on the weekend, and now you're holding on to all this water. It could be the fact that you haven't been sleeping much, so it's like cortisol is so high, and because cortisol is so high, f- your your body likes to hold on to fat when you're in a very stressful state, okay? Yeah, it's very disheartening. Imagine doing all the work in the world, and then at the end of it, like, you don't see the weight go down. It, it's, it's annoying, but before I go into um, what you can do and what everyone can do who's listening to this episode, get over this freaking fear of the scale. I want to share some client wins. Like right now, one of my students, Jackson, who I used to work at Macca's with eight years ago. Funny how that works. Now he's transforming his body with the dream team. He's down to 79 kilograms. He started he at started like 87, 88. So he said to me in our academy, because we have like a Facebook group for everyone who does their dream body challenge. He's like, guys, I just want to flex real quick. I haven't been at this. I don't remember the last time I've been at this weight. I call it PBs. You know, in the gym, when you hit personal bests or, you know, when you go to, I don't know, wherever you are, you, you hit personal bests, right? Imagining, 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 is that a word? I can't speak English today. Imagine having personal bests on the scale. (laughs) It's crazy. Like he's so freaking ecstatic, so over the moon. And not just that, he's got more energy. He knows what he's eating. He knows his macros. He's not like, cause he's the way his weight dropped was like 87, 86, 85, 85, 86, 84, 83, 84, 82. Like it went up and down, up and down, up and down. But the trajectory was always going down. And that's how, that's how weight loss is actually done. And it's done over time. Although we lost five kilograms pretty fast, like it's not all my students going to lose like heaps of weight really quick. So I'm just, we average a kilogram a week in the first five weeks. I'm really proud to say that. And, I actually love the fact that people take it slower. They could do like a, a kilo every few weeks, which means it's more sustainable because like that trajectory is a lot easier. So I wanted to share that win. Proud of you, Jackson. Keep keep kicking ass. And everyone's back in the gym right now. So like all my clients right now are back back in the back in the gym training, lifting weights as they should be. So when I first started weighing myself because I wanted to drop some weight, because I was partying too much, drinking too much eating too much shit, having way too much pizza, having t- way too much fob rolls, had a, having way too much bun me in the morning. I would weigh myself every day for a whole year. Every day for a whole year. It was a personal challenge for me because during that time, like I was just getting into PT and I, I wanted to be super accountable and like, oh man, if I looked leaner, then people would look at me like an inspiration, which is far from the truth. Like, yeah, if you look good, I guess that is somewhat intriguing but if you don't know what you're talking about or if you don't know how to help people at a professional level it doesn't really it it, it goes tired ring it's kind of like asking someone who's a millionaire um that has heaps of money because they're inherited it's been inherited and asking him for like lessons on how to make money he's like well i was just born in, i was born like this like he kind of he doesn't have the lessons so I remember weighing myself every day for a whole year. The first few weeks is nice. Like, hey, be honest. Your first few weeks when you weigh yourself, it's fun. It's, it's fun because it probably tracks down because you've been eating so bad that the first few weeks is always the easiest. The weight comes down. You look on the scale. It's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. It's going so good. And then that one week hits and like, what? I've been doing all my steps. I've been dieting forever. I've dropped so much carbs. And why is the weight going up? I'm so angry. And then you start questioning life, like, why am I even doing this? Like, maybe I should just stop. Maybe I'm just born this way. Maybe I'm going to be fat forever. You have all these disempowering thoughts, right? And I'd feel the same. Like, I was eating so good, eating so healthy, meal prepped every day, but so disappointed because I was on the scale. I'm like, I don't like what I see. I'd have all the energy because, like, I've been – I stopped drinking as much. I drank way more water staying hydrated. And yeah, but I felt so uninspired because like my whole goal was to drop weight on the scale. Like it wasn't anything else, but dropping weight on the scale. That's all it was for me. And then I would look leaner in the mirror. This is the craziest thing. I didn't take photos back then. Cause I was, I was pretty shy. Like I wouldn't want to take photos of myself to be honest. Like what for? I didn't have a coach at the time. So I would look in the mirror. I'm like, I look leaner. Like, I can definitely say I look leaner, but I had doubt. So even though I knew I looked leaner, I had doubt because the weight was going up. I'm like, oh, maybe it's just like I'm dehydrated because like I didn't drink enough water. Whatever it may be, I'd make up all these built-in excuses and, never, and always justify the fact that I got results. So I justify the results by saying, yeah, I'm, I'm getting these results. I look good, but that's just luck or that's just because it's the lighting or that's just because I haven't eaten the last few hours. I'm not usually like this. So I would just like downplay all my success. And then everything changed when I started like understanding that the education process when it came to energy balance and before I understood what energy energy balance meant weighing myself on the scale was a roller coaster ride cuz I'd go through all sorts of emotions like I was an emotional wreck it was like are you telling me I work this freaking hard and this is this is the result I get. I'm wasting my fucking time. Maybe I don't know anything. Maybe this is just a fad. Maybe like this person's on steroids. Maybe this person is just like genetically gifted. I'd, I'd start comparing myself to everyone and anything. And it was like a trap. I put myself in this trap. And I, I'm like, no one has answers for me. Like Google doesn't have answers for me. YouTube doesn't have answers for me. I'm the only person that feels this way, <laughs> which is stupid. Like you're, you're the only person on this planet that feels this way. It's not like it's stupid. So some days I have good mood. Some days I'd have down. I was just not good. So imagine eating super clean, but the weight going up, it's like working super hard and like trying to get a promotion at work and someone beats you to that promotion and you try to justify why they beat you to that promotion. Whatever it is, or like running your one hundred meter sprint in school and someone beating you, because and you just say, oh, they got longer legs, or like the exam that you filled out in high school and you studied so hard for it for a few weeks and you got a shitty score, like, oh, like how do how, how are you gonna explain this to someone? You go speak to your friend, your best friend's like, yeah, it'll be okay. I'm like, no, it ain't fucking okay. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel nice. And if you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay, I, I want I genuinely want to know if you feel this way. Has this happened to you before? Like, have you ever felt, have you ever worked so hard for something and not yield anything in return? Like it's just a waste of time. It's like you have such high expectations for results. And when you work so hard for it, you don't see it. Let me know in the comment section below if you're watching this in the replay and share with me like what that moment was for you. Very curious, right? Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. So I realized enough was enough. I was like eight months in. I'm like, I'm done with this shit. This is ridiculous. I've lost what, four kilograms? Like I had more weight to lose. I lost four kilograms in eight months. Nah, but the funny thing was looking back, I was actually a lot stronger. I looked in the mirror. I was definitely leaner. My legs have grew. So before I had like not the best legs. Like genetically, I have okay legs. I have pretty good legs because I played soccer growing up. But I didn't have much muscle on them. And when I started training legs, I I realized I started putting a lot of muscle on. Like I put a lot of muscle on my quads, right? And the thing is, I didn't know because I wasn't educated at the time. But resistance training allowed me to put a lot of muscle on. But because I was dieting so hard, I was putting muscle on and losing fat. So the weight wouldn't change as much. I didn't know that till like afterwards. And then I started really like getting curious, curious. Like, why do I feel this way? And I've never been one to give up on anything. Like I have always had this never give up mentality. I'd rather eat crap than give up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I invested into learning about nutrition. I invested into learning about energy balance. I, left, I invested in get, getting some coaching done from a variety of sources. Like I, I went to a lot of coaches and I think I learned a lot from all of them. But now, like, as I'm a little bit older now, I'd rather have a relationship with my coach where I feel like, okay, you know my body pretty freaking well. You work with me for a while. You understand the moods I get into. I'd rather just stick with one coach. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm, like, learning how to stick to one thing. Because before, I was the type of guy that would just jump from ship to ship to ship to ship. Now I'm like, okay, like, this is different. Like, I'm, I'm segueing here, but, like, relationships is the juice to results. It gives you the juice. It's like, now I'm like, I want to make my my coach proud. Like I I want him to be like, wow, like he's actually putting in the work. He's getting great results and I'm not just telling him what to do and he doesn't do it. So that's a big thing for me. I want to be a good student. Like I want to be a good student because like his results for me will help him. You know, if I'm just fucking around, I'm just wasting his time. And like what I really like about my coach, is not, I can tell he's not in it for the money because the other day he was like, like, to be honest, I, I'm actually really content with where I am. I said to I said to my coach, I'm like, I'm, I'm really happy. Like, I look great. I feel good. I'm living my best life. I really am. And he's like, well, then why are we working together? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. That that conversation I've never had with anyone before. And it was so fucking great. Like, it just unleashed this fire in me. I'm like, oh, he's calling me out even when I'm like super happy with that. And it makes sense, right? Like, I'm good. What? He's like... Oh, you're good. Then why, why are we working together? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not that good anymore. <laughs> I just fucking reality hit. I'm like, you know what? I've gotten results. Like I, I do feel amazing, but to get to the next level, I know what that requires. And I, I guess I've been hiding away from it a bit. So I've been getting in my own way with my results because I'm so content with where I'm at. I'm just kind of like, I need that inspiration. I need that like next level shit. Right. So he he's given that to me. I think everyone needs it, you know. And having a coach does that for you. They they paint a picture for you that you can't paint for yourself. Here's what's possible with your physique, Pat. Here's what's possible if you like really own in on your diet. Here's what's possible if you like you don't miss workouts. Here's what's possible when you do your workouts. You feel like you, you're at the death zone, like you're you're at that complete fatigue where you can't push or pull any longer, you know. And that, I still weigh myself to this day, but now my coach looks at it objectively so my weight's been fluctuating up and down up and down up and down up and down um but many reasons for it and like the old me if it fluctuated too low or too high I would change it like we've stuck to the same thing for a while now and I, I really enjoy it because it gives me peace I think that's what we're trying to get to peace and he definitely has given me that like it's a sense of oh I'm struggling but I know I have someone in my corner that, that can see something that I I, I have blind spots you can't just be the driver's seat of everything in your life. You have to have those, you have to have Google Maps with you. You get there faster, you get there more efficiently, you don't you make less mistakes. And what I've learned throughout this whole process with the scale playing with my emotions is number one. The only numbers that actually matter are the ones you track. What do I mean by that? Well, tracking your macros and putting things into either chron- cr- chron- chronometer or MyFitnessPal, any tr- food tracking system, like the first few days are tedious, I won't lie. Like when I first started, I'm like, oh, what? I'm going to track all my food. And now it's like a habit. It takes two seconds for me to track my food now. Like I just made pancakes. I just copied the data I had from yesterday, put it in today. It's done. It takes me two seconds. I mean, there's so many decisions that people need to make in everyday life. Why can't you just automate your food? Like automate what you're eating. Like to, to, for the rest of the day, all my food's prepped. I know exactly how much grams. Everything's done. I did it yesterday. And now like it's least the least of my worries is about food today. everything's done now I can focus on shit that actually is gonna make me better, make my clients better make things go forward you know what I mean so yeah, when you start tracking guys it's a game changer so that's how that's how the scale like you need to detach yourself like I get I get all my clients to weigh themselves every day weigh yourself, weigh yourself, weigh yourself because the devil's in the detail I'm like, oh okay. Your weight's going up. Let's have a look. So I'll, I'll, I'll go into um, the datas. I'll, I'll go into data and i look at their data. I'm like, hmm, that's why. That's why. Okay. You're not tracking your weekends. What, why is that? Oh, you feel guilty for tracking the weekends. Ah, that makes sense. I used to feel that way too. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to track your fucking weekends. And then we're going to look at it and laugh. We're like, ha. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that. Like... We will talk about it. I'll talk like openly with my clients. Oh, that pizza would have been amazing. How are you feeling right now? He's like, oh, I'm not doing great. I'm like, yeah, it's done. But <laughs> you're not probably not going to feel like doing legs today. But like you did it to yourself and I'm here to tell you I've been there. So what are you going to do next time? It's like, oh, I probably wouldn't need the second, like the second seconds. I probably just would have my pizza and stop. I mean, that's a good point. Like when you go out for dinner with your friends, like you, you order seconds and you order thirds and you order fourths, that piles up. And if you're not tracking that, if you're at a caloric deficit, meaning eating less food than your body burns from Monday to Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, you're at a surplus, what's happening is you're taking five steps forward, five steps back. So, you, on Monday, you're at the same point where you were last week. That's crazy to me. That is fucking crazy to me. <clears throat> eating super good, tracking all your food from Monday to Friday, being so so disciplined, and maybe like having a – like a lot of my clients have jelly, uh, jellyfish. They have jelly, airplane jelly at night because zero calories. They they have Halo Top ice cream. They have pancakes in the morning. They get to enjoy their day day food. And if you're tracking your food, on even on the weekends, like I had a kebab on Saturday night and I knew my carbs were so low because I went out Saturday night, I went to party and went to have some fun. And I knew that like alcohol has like calories and carbs and energy, right? So I kept my carbs pretty low throughout the day. And then at night when I did have one or two drinks and then I had the kebab, I weighed myself in the morning. I'm like, that's what I'm fucking talking about that I've tracked my food. There's no guilt there. And when I was eating it, I felt super at peace. Like food is one of the things in life It's like water and air and sleep and shelter. It's, it's an, it's a need. I want to have a good relationship with food. Like I want to be able to have pizza with you, Bill. And like, eat it in front of me and be like, this tastes amazing. I can't wait to like destroy this and enjoy every scent of it and feel like no guilt towards it. Because did you know, um, and there's heaps of studies on this, if you have these guilty emotions while eating, it actually increases cortisol in the body and helps you and it actually stores more fat. Crazy, right? And this goes from anyone that's binge eating. This goes for anyone that has like food eating disorders. What is your relationship with food? And like the best way to like really help with that, I feel, is tracking your food. It's super accountable, super accountable. Because like, if you want to have bread, you want to have pizza, you want to have ice cream, you want to have all this stuff, you can if you track it. You can if you track it. You can if you track it. All right. Anyway, I'm beating down the bush here. This is the month, This is Monday. Like, set intentions for the week. Like, I did all my goals last night. For like, I've got. It's kind of crazy. I'll share I'll share with you guys because like we're about to hit a hundred podcast episodes, right? I'm so freaking grateful grateful. We're about to hit one thousand guys, you guys have been with me forever. We are about to hit one thousand downloads at a hundred podcasts. I could never imagine this little boy from the western suburbs of Melbourne like creating a podcast and delivering it every day for like three months and then going three times a week for the next two, three months like being this consistent. This is a big thing for me. It's like one of my personal goals. And I get to do this and I feel so much joy and abundant of love being able to give you this information because I've I've been through so much in this fitness journey. I've seen so many people lose weight, gain weight, and I want to show you these little secrets and those little nuggets that you can specifically take home and implement in your life. That's why I do what I do. And the reason why I have a goal list for the week on Sundays, and I employ I you guys to do it too, because I know what I'm going to do today. There's no, there's no fucking procrastinating on Monday. Like, Monday is the day where I'm like, okay, what's the, what's the list? I mean, Taryn spoke about this yesterday. Um, like, what's, what's the schedule for the week? So, I have, like, just looking at my whiteboard in front of me, I've got, um, I've got business goals, I've got relationship goals, and I've got health goals, okay? Before, it was just business goals. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm, like, out of balance. But ever since I started, like, putting more time aside for me and relationships in my life, my God, like I feel so great. And I really want you guys to get into the habit of setting goals in these three aspects. Because if you follow me, you're do, you, if you follow me, you know I'm all the health and fitness in the world. So that's all I do, health and fitness. But now I'm balancing things out, right? So have a health and fitness goal, have a business business goal, career goal, I guess, and then have a relationship goal and then work on it. And what I have, I have a tally system. So I would be like, I'd got a checklist and let's say I need to like um, do 10,000 steps a day for the next seven days. So I'll have seven circles and at the end of the week, I'll tick it off. And I've given myself little prizes. So if I can like hit all my goals, like 100% and I have a tally of 51. So if I get 51 ticks, I get a full body massage. I'll pay for like a full body massage for myself. And that's how I like reward myself. Or if I, like, do really outstanding and I go far and beyond, I'll book myself a holiday to, like, Thailand or something. Which is, like, I've got a goal on my whiteboard right now. If I hit all my goals and then I overachieve them, I get to book myself a holiday to Thailand for four days. It's so fucking motivating, man. Because, like, anyway, I'd go on forever about this. I hope you guys enjoyed this. The scale is playing with my emotion is what the podcast is all about. If you guys enjoy that, freaking awesome. Um, I'll speak to you guys on wednesday i'm actually thinking about going five times i'm thinking about doing a podcast every day again um my life is i've, I've settled into surface paradise and i feel like i can um start going on live even more now and if you guys like that or if you're watching this replay message me below or comment to me or dm me and let, let me know if you're getting value it helps me get inspired to like find more content to help and create for you guys and tell me what you guys enjoy That's it for me. Hope you have the best fucking day ever because the way you set Monday is the way you finish the week. Peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Energy.